What up, guys? James from Bolt Bros here. Crazy news. Just talking about potential cuts per Daniel Popper saying Keenan Allen and Gerald Everett will get cut in this offseason based upon the cap situation. Crazy to think about that, guys. But let's talk about that a little bit more and let's dig into it a little bit more for uh, what is the potential. So, Bolt Bros, let's go. All right, so let's let's chat a little bit more about this, guys. I mean, it's crazy to think about that. We know what kind of salary cap situation we're in right now, and it, it's not pretty by any means. But a tweet came out, uh, actually, it was based upon his article on The Athletic about, um, you know, what, what basically Daniel Popper is saying here. But basically what we're hearing is, yes, um, you know, Dove Kleiman basically retweeted talking about the article on The Athletic. Um, star Keenan Allen and tight end Gerald Everett are most likely cuts per the team for the team per Daniel Popper. Los Angeles Chargers can save $14.8 million in cap space by releasing Allen and $4.25 million by cutting Everett. We are currently at $23.4 million over the cap. That number I've seen change quite a bit. It, it sucks, guys, because this is the unfortunate side of the NFL. There is a business involved in it. There is salary caps involved in it. It's frustrating to be able to hear about players such as these guys uh, getting cut. Um, it's a tough situation. I would say Keenan Allen, to me, hurts more, in my opinion. Um, Keenan Allen, to me, has been a guy here for a very long time, one of the very few original San Diego Chargers, a guy that has been around with this team and become a leader for this offense. Now, once again, I get it. He is an older guy. He's starting to age. He's getting kind of at that age where he might not be able to run his routes as well. I mean, the guy is still a straight up baller, but the business element gets involved and, and money has to be cleared at this point. I mean, he will end up being 32 by the season start. His birthday is in April. Um, I mean, we know his skill set. We know what he could do, but, unfortunate about the NFL is that, hey, look, excuse me, he'll be 31 uh, in April of this year. So he is aging. Um, and that is kind of that point of a, of a player's time where they start shifting a little bit, start being not as aggressive as a, as a player, not running routes as well. It, it's a tough part of seeing this. And I, and I hate even hearing about this, but this is this is going to be the tough part of this for this this offseason because there is going to be a lot of adjustments here. Now, once again, what does this really mean for other players out there too? Um, if we even look at some other guys, um, as in other articles here that people have chatted about uh, here. So let me pull that up here for you guys too. So these are some other likely cuts that could come around for this team. Now, Keenan and and and. Gerald Everett or two that are out there, it'll help us out quite a bit. We have to think about cap for even draft picks too. I mean, it's not going to be a huge amount of money, but it's probably going to be 10 to $12 million that we got to basically have for draft picks too. But how likely is Keenan Allen, Khalil Mack, and, and more about to be cut? Because this is going to be a different team for us guys quite a bit. So let's talk about it here. So based on the 2023 Cap number of $22.48 million. The Chargers will enter the new league year about $23 million over that figure. Point blank, Telesco will have to make some moves. If I was Keenan Allen at this point, it's a good situation for him to stay here. It's a good situation for him to stay as a Charger. 
it would require a restructure. And they did point out in this article, restructures of Corey Lindsay and Joey Bosa contracts are definite possibilities, a way to obtain cap space. But more work will still be required after that. If the Chargers push that money down the road on both contracts, they'd save $21 million. That's a start, but that still leaves them 2 to $3 million in the hole. So there is things that these players do need to be able to shift money around. And we do have a good amount of money for 2024. We still have to think about the Justin Herbert contract, which my personal opinion, we'll see if that's going to be something that we're going to do this offseason or we're going to push it down towards 2024, 2025 potentially too. So there are a lot of ways to look at it. Joey Bosa's contract makes a lot of sense for me for a restructuring. Um, he's been injured quite a bit. I think it could be one of those things that they'd have to shift around a little bit. If I was Keenan Allen, I would look to be able to do a pay cut, in my opinion, just to be able to stick around, find ways to shift money. It's tough when you got two receivers getting paid $20 million plus uh, a season. That's a lot of money in one part of your team. Um, tough. But let's see what some of these uh, cuts are going to be necessary. Some people talked a little bit about six possible cap casualties are possibly Khalil Mack, Keenan Allen, Michael Davis, Matt Filer, Corey Lindsley, and Gerald Everett were players named in making financial sense for the Chargers to release. So my opinion, Matt Filer is a for sure, in my opinion. Michael Davis, man, too valuable with J.C. Jackson in the back right now with his knee situation. We'll see how that goes. Patellar tendons, 50% of players don't come back the same way. So we'll see how that pans out for us guys. Uh, Gerald Everett, um, I, that's one that could go well because I think we are going to look at tight end in the draft. So that is something to look at and think about. Khalil Mack, to me, too much of a leader, too much of a, a situation for us to be able to stick with. So let's go uh, one by one and just chat about who's out there. Khalil Mack, there's a 0% chance of odds could uh, this odd could happen, or excuse me, 0% chances odds could possibly be. Too much, too much in, embedded in with this guy. Khalil Mack has been an absolute beast for us, been great for us. I think there's no way um, to do that. I mean, it's just, he's too much of a, a figure on this line and did really, really well for us and even got to the Pro Bowl guys. So with Mack, Chargers could save 18.4 million by releasing him a post June 1st, could save them 22.9. I mean, I, I just don't see that happening. I mean, 56 pressures, he was our beast on our line. Um, his peak Bears season was 2020, 57. So he is at that level, guys. That's very, very good. Eight sacks, both his pressure and sack numbers are higher. If Joey Bosa were available throughout the season, it would be a big difference for us all around. So I don't see Joey Bosa going anywhere. So 5% chance is what they're putting it at. <laughs> Matt Filer. I, I think this is the most likely, in my opinion, to save about $6.5 million against the cap by releasing him. It's definitely a much bigger possibility. He's just all around did not play as well as he normally has. Gave up the most sacks of his career with five um, pressures shot up, 38 pressures. So I think this is a, a definite cut, in my opinion. And we could easily put in Jamari Salyer in that position. So that's a big move for us. Michael Davis. One of his strongest seasons, he saved our season, in my opinion. Him and Jamari Sawyer saved our season. Those are two guys. J.C. Jackson wasn't cutting for us, and we needed to be able to find a guy that could really emerge for us when he when J.C. Jackson went down. Massive, massive player for us. Um, so bottom line, Michael Davis, to me, is my opinion, I'd say no. Um, but the thing about it is that we'd be able to save $7.4 Seems like a slam dunk when Davis was arguably the team's cornerback four at one point. Now, I mean, the thing about it is, my opinion, J.C. Jackson, 
we don't know where he's going to be at. We don't even know if he's going to be ready by that time. Who can we put in there? Jamari Sawyer, um, or excuse me, uh, Jasir Taylor. Um, they've talked a little bit about JT Woods going in cornerback. Are these guys even ready? I don't know. That's a bold move if they did something like that. He set a career high in pass breakups of 12, uh, allowing an opposition quarterback rating of 77.3. His missed tackle percentage was 6.2, lowest figure by far for his career. So that's a, that would be a very tough one. I could see a potential trade of some sort, but I don't think I don't think a cut's happening. But they put it at 15%. Keenan Allen, this is the big one, guys. He's been on the team for so long. He'll be 31 when season starts. Your body does slow down a bit. I feel that there was possibly a little bit of a slowdown last year. Injuries are a big thing, guys. And you know, your best the best players are available players, bottom line. And Keenan is an absolute stud, absolute leader. It would pain for me to be able to see him leave. But this is one that has probably a lot running on it. Telesco did hire or did draft this guy in the past, too, by the way. Um, so we'll see where it goes. The financial reality of Allen's release would result with the Chargers saving $14.9 million. Via trade, they would save approximately sixteen point three. So there's a potential row they could go down. We don't really trade a lot of players too often, guys. Um, We'll see where this goes. This could be a draft day kind of thing, something that could lead up to a draft situation. Who would be a team that would take it? Atlanta Falcons is one of them that really pops in my mind. They adding Keenan Allen, a nice veteran guy on that team. You never know. That could be adding quite a bit of firepower to that team. Um, who knows? That's just one that comes to my mind, guys. Um, I mean, Cardinals I always is kind of one that always sits in my mind too. A.J. Green just did, you know, uh, retire. Maybe he'll come out to the desert. Um, he's just an absolute icon. Bottom line guys, it's franchise icon for the last decade, based on how he finished the 2020 season after coming back from injury, he still got good ball left in him. Even he's no longer considered as a consensus top 10 wide receiver. The connection with Herbert pops off the screen. That's a tough thing to be able to get another guy pulled away. Now, once again, Kellen Moore is now, he might find ways to be able to add speed. I've been saying for a while, guys, Jalen Guyton, and we could draft a speedy guy. That could be a great addition. Josh Palmer, ready to take over that position. At times, he has been very, very good. Um, so who knows? Maybe they're just thinking that right now, guys. So um, let's see where it kind of goes here, guys. But they're saying it's 35% in this. It's tough to really think about. Corey Lindsley, absolute rock. You don't want to have this guy out of here absolutely one of the top centers in the league the money saved by makes it technically possible the los angeles would chargers would save 5.3 million by cutting him down 10.5 million post first june 1st do we have a guy to fill in his his position no um he's a top five guy he's a guy that's very very good trey pipkins is another guy we got to think about too uh filer i i think the thing about it is is that there's going to be contract negotiations once again he is 33 and 34 kind of going into the next season or 33 going into the next season that is older at that position that's a very demanding position we'll see where that pans out with it but they said a seven percent on this one gerald everett truly 50 50 as this group uh as it gets in this group of players charges save 4.25 million if you're to move from current tight end one on their depth chart everett sets career highs and targets receptions certainly healthy and availability played 16 out of 17 this year um you know did he really do those plays that were necessary? There was one play that comes to mind against Kansas City where he kind of gave up on that play. It could have been more of a coaching situation to pull him out where they got the pick six where basically the the Chiefs got that victory over us. Um, 
that was tough to be able to look at. But the Chargers want to take a tight end around one or two draft class, that which we have plenty of opportunities for tight ends in the draft. Keeping Everett at $8.25 million cap hit in a tight end two role could be difficult. So once again, guys, there's a lot of things kind of there too. We have Parham potentially to be there. Trey McKitty, who is not really the top end kind of guy. Everett 50%. I think it's higher than that in my opinion. So that's kind of where I'm sitting at with some of these players, guys. It's tough, tough, tough to see all this, guys. You don't want to be able to see all these type of cuts. Once again, this is a business. Uh, I did just want to show kind of just what our situation is with our cap. Bosa is our highest salary right now. 24 million, 7 million prorated bonus, guaranteed 24, cap number 31 million. We can't really release him because we go in the negative of 7 million. We're going backwards, guys. Khalil Mack, dead money, 9 million, 18.4 million if we cut him. There's a possibility there, but I just don't see it. I just don't see it. The Keenan Allen situation is really, it's about your, about being available once again, guys. And Keenan Allen was not available. There was that static that happened with that Browns game with uh, Brandon Staley potentially icing the game for us. And then he ends up going for it on a fourth down, giving basically the Browns the opportunity to kick a field goal to potentially win it. And we got fortunate on that where they didn't miss the field goal. <laughs> that was crazy. But remember, Keenan Allen tweeted about that. Brandon Staley talked with him about that. Maybe there was a little bit of a static going on there. Maybe that there was a little bit of differences of opinions there. Maybe there is a little bit of a rift between Brandon Staley. Who knows? Keenan Allen, unfortunately, could be one of those guys that gets let go. Michael Davis, this is just, I'm not going to really look too much at these Corey Lindsley's, Austin Johnson. I think these are two valuable players. Um, Michael Davis is kind of more, in my opinion, could be a trade situation. We need to find a guy that can fill in that position. JC Jackson. Don't even look at that situation. 32 million dead cap, dead money, $15 million towards the cap. No way it's happening. Only way that's happening, in my opinion, is if a trade happens. It's the only way where somebody absorbs that contract. Um, but Michael Davis, to me, is a guy that could potentially get moved. We just need to know what JC Jackson's going to be looking at now. So this is pre-June. If I look at post, it, things do shift around a little bit here, guys. So, I mean, JC Jackson, it makes no sense to cut him at all. Um, and post June, you know, Michael Davis doesn't really change much. So it's that's kind of there is that candidate level there too. So I'm just gonna say they're gonna they're Michael Davis is a guy that could get traded. Um, I don't think he'll get cut. Keenan Allen is definitely one of those guys that could actually be traded um and possibly somebody absorb their contract. Um, so it's 21.7 million towards the cap guys. So um now Gerald Everett, you know, that's kind of a smaller figure in my opinion, but it's, it all adds up guys. We need to be able to find ways to be able to get money to pay our, pay our rookies and potentially pick up some of our free agents too, guys. So 4.25 million. Um, the one thing too, Matt Filer to me is, is for sure going to happen. So 6.5 million there that could even just keep potentially Matt Filer gone. And then uh, Gerald Everett could be gone. I don't know. Renegotiation of Keenan Allen's contract to shift money down the road is kind of where it's at. So it's a it's going to be some tough situations, guys. Now, if we look at 2024, we have 47.39 or 47.393 million dollars. <laughs> Sorry, guys, that sounded terrible. But we gotta think we got Slater as a contract, we got Justin Herbert as a contract coming up too, guys. So we have to be able to shift money appropriately. Now the cap will probably end up going higher next season, 2024, that is. Um, so that could kind of shift things around a little bit better for us. We're just going to kick the can down the road. 
you know, there's always a lot of talk about the cap being basically a complete fabrication. It's not real at all. So we'll see how real it is this time this year. But there's a lot of ways that we could shift money around. Even Keaton Allen next year still costs us $25.8 million towards the cap. And look at that cap savings, 23.3, million next season. So there's a lot of big contracts here, guys. All I'm saying right now is that we have got to find ways to be able to free up some money. It pains me so much to be able to think Keenan Allen could be gone next season. It pains me to think that way. But this is a business. We need to find ways to be able to make things happen, guys, and free up some money. So I want to hear your guys' opinion, guys. I mean, let me know about some of your guys' choices that potentially might happen for cuts. It, or it's going to be a lot of restructuring all around. It has to be a lot of money moved around at this time. So want to hear your guys' opinion, guys. So once again, guys, appreciate all the support. Smash that like button. Subscribe if you have not. We're constantly going to give more news about the Chargers and things that we could chat about through the week. And we do lives on Sundays too, guys. So we appreciate all your support, guys. Let's hit it, guys. Bolt bros. Let's go.